And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where, you know, we're just two dudes uh, who don't know shit, don't know anything, and we're trying to fix that. Uh, I am your co-host, Stephen, and to my left is the Mojo Dojo Casa House (laughs) owner himself. Uh, Kyle Redding. What is going on, everybody? I can't help but think how we are setting up the listeners so well. These guys don't know jack about anything. <laughs> They're basically morons. Uh, tune in. We've been we've been floating. We've been trying different intros. If you've been listening to the last one, last few, and so we're just trying different things. I, I like it. I like it. We're setting the bar really low, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're also really setting ourselves up so that we can all learn together. Did you get that? Uh, well, you don't. You didn't get that. That was a Barbie movie reference dojo I, I, mojo casa house i think is what it was or mojo, mojo dojo, dojo yeah. mojo dojo jeez well i missed got out it, i got it wrong <laughs> i haven't had time i i have nothing against the barbie movie i'd love to see it i i've always pictured myself as a ken you know growing oh, up God. i could see that i could see that <laughs> is it I bad in the movie that. is he like a bad guy or uh, something he turns around a little bit towards the end yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. but it, it, it's good it, yeah it, it ends out well you <laughs> know? oh god i could uh, he's probably like a terrible person in the movie or something it's okay. not great. Fair it's enough. not great. Fair anyway, uh, well, welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. We are, um, you know, like I said, we are trying to fix what we don't know. Um, and today, Kyle, we are fixing the topic of tarot cards. Now, what's that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's funny because uh, I recently probably got into tarot because of Alicia, my wife, and I went, she, here's my story, right? So we went to Barnes and Noble. And she was like, oh, I'm going to get tarot cards. This was like a year or two ago. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I do not want those in my house. Right. And we'll get into why, uh, um, why I thought that. Um, but she did. She did anyways. And I was just like, That's I, a good wife. I'm not, st- you know? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not stoked. Anyway. So she on the drive home, we're talking and she's telling me more about tarot. And I was like, okay, I guess I had it all wrong. Right. And so Ever since then, I've been learning more and I've been actually like, um, you know, having people read my tarot, including our guest for today, uh, <laughs> who we introduced in just a second. Um, but Kyle, so you've never had your tarot read. I can't even spell tarot. Yeah. <laughs> no I, one I tried can. and I spelled no it wrong. No one can. Yeah. Yeah. There's a silent P in there actually too. <laughs> uh, not yep. just a silent T. Um, no. So we are excited today uh, because we have the tarot expert. Oh, shit. I saw a tarot goblin on the... Yeah, yeah I like that's that. what I goblin. would say. Uh, <laughs> okay. Chaos goblin. Chaos, chaos goblin. Witch, some will call me. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I love this. We're yep. already starting off on stuff that I'm sure people aren't going to be like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> tarot goblin? I don't even know what that means. Sounds scary. Me neither. Um, <laughs> and so, anyway, well, Tesha White. Yep, yeah, that's me. Tesh Welcome. White. Tarot with Tesh. That's what they call Tarot me. with Tesh. Tarot Welcome. G- g- gremlin, Goblin. All, all, of, all of the above? The, yeah. I, I need uh, more nicknames. Yeah. I, yeah. Need th- I need three nicknames. I'll, we'll come up. Yeah. Maybe if we can come up with one uh, by the end of the podcast, that'll be a win. All right? So let's think about it. But okay. anyway. Put it on the back um, 
Welcome to the podcast, Tara. Thank you. Thank uh, you we're, I almost called you Taro. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Taro? Taro with Tesh is what I was yeah. going to say. You wouldn't be the first person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's a good business yeah. name, FYI. Taro yeah. with Tesh because it's, it sticks in your brain. Yep. Um, well, we're excited to have you on. Thank you. Uh, Happy to, to be talk here. to us about what this, this world, weird crazy shit <laughs> just just a bunch of witches yeah just like they're floating around you know voodoo dolls this and guy shit. could be a witch he doesn't even know it oh i would love that <laughs> look at his face look at his He's face so oh, right now people have called me a lot of things that sound like witch. Yeah. Oh, growing up okay. uh, yeah. that was my nickname in grade school uh, yeah um, so let's talk about how we met, right? Yeah. And so we met very briefly. Yep. Um, this is our, our second, uh, interaction with each other. Right. So our first interaction was at Sundown Festival, which mm-hmm. we were both at. We actually, Ron is here too. He's our engineer so, for the bro. night. He was at too. And we were all there. This, so this mm-hmm. is a big homecoming for all four of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were all, all weekend, mm-hmm. all three days, which is a long ass time because I was there a long time. And yeah. like you were there before me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think when I left Early. Few, like two nights, I think I still saw you around, yeah. rocking around. So you were there Probably. late. <laughs> so, and then your, you know, your thing was to go around and just yep. read people's tarot. Yep. I was doing social media and stuff for the festival and helping out with that. And then doing uh roaming tarot readings and just finding anybody that wanted a reading and we'd like upgrade them to VIP yes. and really cool. Like I actually got to be uh, several people's first tarot reading ever, which was hmm. pretty, that's always a big honor. <laughs> hey, but, well, we're going to experience that honor today. I'm yeah. very excited. Um, so yeah, you actually read my tarot because yep. I, I saw you and I, and I'd seen the social media postings and I was like, mm-hmm. You've got to read my tarot. Like, <laughs> yeah, you I, came right up to me. Yeah, I was You're like, like, bitch, sit down. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Quote, I did not say that. that a quote? I did not say that. I, I felt it. No, I could see that. I could see <laughs> I it. It's very aggressive. At it was mutual excitement. Yeah. I was ready. I was like, bitch, you need to sit down with me. Yeah. No, I, I was very excited because I saw you and I was like, oh, I need my tarot read. And mm-hmm. so I remember because I actually videoed the whole thing and I want to post it on our social media this week. Um, but basically, I asked you what was my weekend going mm. to to what you know um, be or something like that. Like, what do I need to know for my weekend? I mm-hmm. think is what the question I asked, and we'll get into like questions and and all that stuff. Um, and then one of the cards you pulled, and I can't remember, but you were like, you need to slow down, <laughs> like you need to take it in, like. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did not listen. <laughs> That's so, your first mistake. By, by, so Friday, that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, and staying up late editing and all this stuff and, and going hard and, you know, maybe drinking a little bit, partying. <laughs> uh, by Monday, I was full-blown sick. Oh, fuck. So I did not, I did not listen to the cards. Serves you right. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. So, yeah, I know. I, I, I had to, I had, I had to confess. Um, so anyway, so Honesty, we, we do this thing on, on here where my parents live in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not New York City, uh, not like mm. the cool part. Uh, it's still <laughs> a cool part, It's like, yeah. the, but it's the countryside. <laughs> okay. Um, but they don't know who we know. They don't know that we have friends. They don't oh. know that we actually get out and do things, but they do <laughs> listen to this podcast. And so what we oh, like to sweet. say is that we have our friends and we're introducing our friends to my parents for the yeah. first time. Uh, so my parents name Rick and Carol. They Hi, Rick it. and Carol. And um, just introduce yourself okay. to them yeah. uh, and, and what you do. Okay. Well, my name is Tesha. Uh, people call me Tesh, Tara with Tesh. I have a bunch of nicknames, Teshish, my music name. 
Um, but I do tarot. Um, more known for like my TikTok tarot, and I do very chaotic tarot readings, typically where I throw the cards into the air and catch them and then read whatever's left. Um, but a lot of people resonate with the tarot chaos. There's a lot of like readers that are kind of more like, okay, namaste. Oh, you know, like just very like, yeah. I don't know, not, third, I don't want to say boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say boring and basic, but they kind of like keep it super esoteric where it's like, you need to heal your ethereal body. Yeah. But it's like, okay, bitch, listen, you need to sell your shit. You need to get your shit together. I'm very aggressive. I'm positive aggressive, which people seem to resonate with. Mm. They seem to like really be like, oh, you know what? You're right. Fuck. Um, I love it. And that's kind of, I guess what I needed at one point in my life. So, and the humor I like, I'm a, I'm a comic, so I like to add the humor spice to it, and people seem to really enjoy that, and uh, it's authentic, you know, that's who I really am, I'm just this positive, aggressive bitch that's funny sometimes, I don't know if I'm that funny, but yeah, uh, positive, aggressive tarot reader on TikTok, on Instagram, and uh, yeah, it's kind of just expanded from there. And now, a word from our sponsors. You know what I like to do every summer? Ooh, I know this one. You try to get thin, and you try to fit into that Speedo that you had back in high school. Close. Very close, actually. I know. I, know. Uh, I like to get the old vehicle a good detailing, since it's usually filthy after the winters here in Alaska. Okay, actually, I, I'm right there with you. That is one of my pet peeves, is having a dirty car. Yeah, I've been going over to BMW to get the gold detail. It's only $299, and you get it done by Alaska's number one choice for luxury vehicles. Okay, hold up, though. When did you get a Beamer? Well, that's the thing. Not only do they detail BMW and Mini, but they detail all makes and models. Oh. Yeah, they've won BMW's prestigious Center of Excellence Award six times. Well, that's six more times than I have. What's even more awesome is that I've been in the market for a new car, and I've been talking to Phyllis Halverson over there. Have you? Yeah, she knows her stuff. She's been selling cars at that location for over 30 years. Okay, wow. All right, you had me sold. I'm sold too. For listeners, you can snag the $299 gold detail for $199 just by mentioning the podcast when you make your appointment. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's up? I've been meaning to ask you, what is your first thought in the morning? Uh, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? A lot deeper than I was expecting. It's not my standard thing. My first thought is, where's the coffee? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my second thought, usually. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you drinking when you get up? Well, I kind of go into the pantry. I do a little blind draw on the crap coffee we have sitting in there. And honestly, it doesn't taste so good. Wait, you're telling me that you don't have Kalati Brothers coffee every morning? Mm, I... Uh, to be honest, I'm not. You know what I mean when I say Kalati Brothers coffee, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, good. Kalati makes the best coffee in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Their flagship coffee blend, the Red Goat, is my go-to. The second one I go to is the Italian blend. Me and Alicia, we have a cup every morning, either made by a nice French press or a Chemex pour-over. Literally, I cannot go a day without this coffee. Okay, well, where can I get this then? Try it out. Okay, so head over to Kaladi.com and just add a bunch of their blends into the cart, like Red Goat or like the Italian blend. At checkout, make sure to put in the code GOFIXYOURSELF and you'll get a 10% off anything on the site except for the subscription. You know what? I'm absolutely going to go do that right now and start tasting Kaladi each and every morning. Good man. The best part of waking up is Kaladi's in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like?
throw some auto tune on that. All right, back to the episode. Is this what you do full time? Full time. Full time. Well, I do like some social media stuff for like events, like okay. Sundown, and I did for Salmon Fest. Oh, I'll nice. be doing for Sacred Acre as well. Um, oh my god, we have I'm to- trying to get more into that realm of festival kind of yeah, stuff sure. too. Okay, so but uh, yeah, mostly. <laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah, because I I I we follow you on the Go Fix Yourself account and. Um, we still get notifications oh, on yeah. that all account. The, oh, yeah. All the readings. And all the time. <laughs> almost like every day. I Today didn't know it happened. It, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw like the frog face and or yeah. like yeah. The, the thing. I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> and then I find I like clicked it. Oh, I the was, live stream. The live stream. Yeah, sorry, yeah. the yeah. live stream notification. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. And then like I clicked. It, I was like, oh yeah, it's the it's the terror reading. And then you see yeah. all the frogs in the yeah. chat, and you're like, what's happening? Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not smart enough to catch yeah. on, but like, okay. my biggest thing, and you've kind of addressed it a little bit, is like, what is tarot card readings? Because I'm always like want to make the joke like yeah. you should know the future and like all right. these things and I'm like I feel like that's not quite accurate and so maybe partly is but I want to hear what it is in a nutshell mm. well I don't think that like even the best tarot reader can really ever predict the future sure. yeah but you can take into account what the current energy is using tarot and other energies okay and then kind of come up with a solution to whatever issue is there okay and so tarot is divination. Divination is where you essentially like um, use a tool to do like as a confirmation to your intuition. Okay. So I'm intuitive. There's many different forms of intuition. There's clairvoyance, claircognizance, clairsentient. Uh, people see things. People hear things. I never really related to the hearing and seeing things. I more have always just had this like, I just know it. That's mm. called claircognizance. Um, and then... I've always felt very like connected to like universal energy. You know how they say like everybody's one, Mm -hmm. you know, there's your higher self. I believe your higher self is essentially like all beings. So I feel like I can connect with pretty much anyone, anywhere, online, in person, whatever. And then I use that energy to like check in with whatever you're going through. Like say like, oh, I have this issue I'm going to look at the current energy using my intuition. And then the tarot is actually secondary to that. Mm. So being a visual person, it's kind of like you're telling a story. You're laying Mm. out these pictures that are like a book almost. And yes, each tarot card does have a very, very specific meaning. And it totally depends on if it's upside down, upside right, sideways, whatever, like whatever the spread is. Um, So I kind of go based off those two things. So it's kind of like logic, but also like feeling and intuition Um, there's so many different ways to describe it, but at the end of the day, like, I guess the best way would to be just, I'm kind of like a spicy therapist (laughs) Gotcha. and like, I find myself, um, I have a little bit of leverage. I feel like to a therapist, not saying don't go to therapy. Y'all should go to therapy still, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, like I have the ability to see issues really fast, like right then and there. And some people just need that. And at the end of the day, like I've always really been interested in like self-help and I've done a ton of studies on that kind of thing. At the end of the day, even if you don't believe it, even if you are a skeptic, I'm giving you really solid fucking advice and I'm helping you out and giving you a positive message. Mm-hmm. So if that's all that you get out of it, that's still, that makes me feel still good. A win. So yeah. basically you boil everything down and it's good advice. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely like, I know it's a pretty esoteric subject and it's definitely hard for some to grasp sometimes, but like, I don't know. It, it, once you get, once you're in it, once you've gotten a tarot reading that you resonate with, it definitely, it feels so synchronistic. You're like, mm. that's, that seems way too connected, you know? Yeah. And I don't think anybody really could give you a simple answer on what the fuck it is or how it works, but I know that it's worked for me. And I know that like the best part about tarot is bringing forward the truth in a situation, which is not always easy to hear. And that's like, it's a smack in the face with the truth. Sometimes it's something you've been avoiding. Sometimes it's something you already know, mm. but most of the time it's something that you need to know. And tarot helps bring that truth forward really quickly, which hmm. is why you might get scary cards like the death card or yeah. whatever, which doesn't mean actual death, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, that's way like, to lead me astray, Stephen. <laughs> You're going to die. You're yeah. going to die. Damn it. I told him it meant death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I was, no, I didn't. Uh, well, that's funny that you, you. I mean, it could. Because. But. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm getting mixed signals here. <laughs> At its core, no, yeah. it does not. Uh, it is funny that you say that because, like, my you know understanding up until uh, a few years ago um, was like I watched Supernatural. Mm -hmm. I was also you know we I grew up religious, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to get into that with you. <laughs> nope. uh, so did us, and um, and so my whole thing was like, oh, this is the devil. Tarot's yeah. the devil. Uh, and so the death card means like I'm going to die, right? I mean, because right. like any horror movie, like right. they'll use that as like a a, a, a device. That's to a basically, classic scene in a yeah, horror like, movie: is the oh, death card shit. and somebody dies. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I mean, like it's funny that you said that because because that was the actually if you really thought, I mean, like where my issues were with tarot back in the day, it was just because of that death card. Yeah. Now that. You talk about therapy. I mean, I've right. had some therapy, like walking through my fear of death. Right. Yep. But talking to my wife about that and she was like, well, the death card doesn't mean like actual dying. And then as soon as she said that, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. Well, tell me more. <laughs> right. But it be, literally 15 minutes before that, I was like, I do not want this yeah. in my house, which is, uh, <laughs> was really, uh, aggressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was. It, I mean, I just, I, I was, I, thought you know we were yeah. meddling with forces that we shouldn't know you're just having the devil come over for a little while <laughs> that's right. what like, i'm saying like talk it. to me baby yeah. like yeah. all right let's go right um anyway so i want to get into how you got into tarot now yeah. i am you know one of the top you know things that we talk about a lot on here is like there are people that you know grew up religious Mm -hmm. So did, like I said, so did we. And so mm -hmm. like, it's, it, it's kind of funny because like we will have people on and we're like, Oh, you grew up religious too. Holy shit. <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah. Um, and so let's talk about that. Like you're yeah. not there now. So right. how did, what was your past, you know, and, and your present to get there? So I'm kind of curious, you know, what was your path like to get to tarot? Yeah. So I didn't like grow up in a religious household. My parents were stoners. <laughs> no shame to them. I'm also a stoner. But um, I got curious in like middle school and like my grandparents were religious. So like I had a like kind of understanding of like God and I wanted to explore more of it. So I got involved with like my local youth groups and volunteered at Bible camps and became a little bit of a Jesus freak there for a minute. Were you up and, here? Uh, I was actually in Soldotna, but yes, okay. Alaska. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm glad that I did because it really gave me an understanding of religion and um, 
I, I stuck with it for a little, quite a while. And I had, my ex was pretty religious too. And his family had a religious upbringing. So it was kind of like, I was curious and then it just happened to be there. So I kind of just like went down this path with it, but something always felt like it was like not there, like resonating with me. Um, so eventually I studied like other religions. I really got into Buddhism for a while and at a core, I'm kind of like, you know, all these kind of, all these things are kind of the same. Like, why do we have to follow these specific structures? We really don't know fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. And, um, from there I worked at a little like hippie shop coming out of high school and, there was Which, would one call that like sugar a head, magnolia, a, a little head shop, a head shop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that place. Um, but they had crystals and tarot cards there, and I of course got curious. And I actually was similar to you; like I was f- spooked by tarot. Yeah. And I also watch Supernatural, so I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> um, that scene in the cafe. That fucking scene, yeah. But uh, gosh dang. Um, but yeah, I got curious and I actually, my interest sparked from Oracle cards, which is another form of divination similar to tarot. Tarot is more structured and it has specific like numbered cards. Traditionally, oracles can have like themes. Like I have an alien oracle deck or I have like oh, a- cool. Uh, like, okay angel oracle cards are what stood out to me because I was like, oh, angels, that's kind of godly. That's that's not too bad of a sin, right? And then yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's it's divination. It's still, you know, you're coming from that higher power and channeling messages from the universe. Um, but anyways, it that wasn't really what got me into tarot. I, years later, went through a pretty tough breakup with the religious guy and um, was trying to go to therapy. You know, I had all this trauma I was trying to deal with and I was going to therapy and every time I'd have a therapy session, there was nothing. I, was, I wasn't getting anything. The therapist eventually was just like, we can't help you. <laughs> like, you're fine. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I um, started watching tarot readings on YouTube and just like started resonating. Like, like these people all across the world were reading my cards and knowing exactly what the fuck was happening in my life. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and through that, it almost like ripped this vulnerability out of me, like where I was like, oh my God, that's right. It was like, you know, you have to address your traumas. You have to go through your traumas. You can't avoid it. And the whole time I was just avoiding it, trying to be like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm great. But I really wasn't. Mm. And then it was after that and then getting a tarot reading from someone that kind of like changed my whole perspective on it. Um, I went back to therapy and then that's when I was getting the breakthroughs because I was like facing that truth, which is what tarot is. Tarot is that truth smacking in your face, which is sometimes so hard to hear, but I needed that in order to heal and do the shadow work and get to the trauma that was like deep, deep down. <laughs> but yeah. So and then tarot kind of <laughs> pushed you... Then gave you a little nudge. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, to get help, I guess. To stop being avoidant. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. See, and that's the thing I think, I mean, that's kind of why I've been more interested in it. It's funny that you say like there was one tarot that kind of like, you know, made you um, like all in, I guess you could say. Uh, Like I was talking to a buddy the other day and he was like, dude, I had my tarot read and he's like, most insane cards. He's like, I will, he's like, that was months ago. And I still remember them exactly what cards were pulled. Like, so you can choose to like make it mean something to you and you can choose to make it advice and like, you know, give you a little nudges. So I think that's really interesting. It just depends on what, I mean, I'm assuming kind of how you're approaching it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm kind of curious. You did talk about like 
divin, divination. Divination, yeah. And like, but also like oracle cards. Which is a form of divination. What? So what do, what do the different cards mean? Those are like, so divination is like the tool that you'll use to help you channel. It's like the... It's what you use as your confirmation right. for your own. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so you can use like a pendulum. I actually got a pendulum way before I got a deck of cards, which is like the little thing that hangs from the like chain and it like did it. Yeah. You can read people's like, oh, sorry. Is pendulum like read... the mag- magnet thing? Um, No, but that is one of them. And you okay. see those people on TikTok. I've that seen use those, those people yeah, on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you I have like the little the f- rods. I also see the fucking like uh, uh-huh. the rocks. Yeah, you know, oh, like the, scoops, or the, the pearls. That's charm casting. It's just like, in, yeah. yeah, it's insane. And uh, I resonate with tarot. Somebody else may find that they can divinate yeah. better through one of those tools. But tarot's always like been Finish the one that stick. really like clicked. Yeah. And then of course oracle, which is another card. Yeah. So I mean, is there a difference it. between like like is like for someone saying like, oh, I'm kind of interested in it. Like, is there something mm-hmm. like they should start with like or like different type of cards or just like whatever Whatever, catches their fancy. I think whatever catches their fancy really like, um, whatever like resonates with you. Like I started with just a basic traditional, like rider weight deck, which is like what everybody starts with. It's like one of the oldest decks. Um, and I liked it. It was colorful. It had like what I needed, but also like, it was just like my first deck that kind of led me down the rabbit hole. Then eventually I found like colorful decks like this deck that yeah. are like, this is me, right? Yeah. This is me in a nutshell. You're like wearing that color palette. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think, <laughs> get, get, out, get out of here. Yeah. But like, I think Kyle's that, got his fingers up and across. I got my holy water here. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez. This whole time. Yeah. You thought I was okay. drinking it? Nope. I was saving it. <laughs> it's okay. It will just expand my senses Your powers yeah exactly yeah. okay i was just making you stronger <laughs> right exactly <laughs> she like yeah. uh, holy sh- um okay so let's talk about the process of tarot reading so be, mm-hmm. you know we're going you're going to read our tarot yeah and we're going to do it simple like, we don't need to go like into like the 10 cards or oh or god whatnot. no i don't ever do that anyways okay good <laughs> uh we're gonna do it simple but like talk to us about the process tell kyle about the process yeah of getting the tarot read. And then yeah. I want to get into actually getting our okay. tarot read. Yeah. Uh, so what, what is like, tell Kyle what he needs to get ready and what I mean, he needs to do. Typically I will. You need to take all your clothes <laughs> off. One of no. these again. <laughs> well, there's, there's different steps for every person. Some people, you know, will have you hold the cards or like have you do a meditation or breathe with them. I don't really need to do that. Sometimes I like to take a few deep breaths to get into the moment, into the zone, auto zone. Um, but, uh, t- typically we'll ask like if there's anything that's going on in your mind that you'd like clarity or guidance on like anything and usually it'll be like the first thing that pops up and it could be about love or career or family issues or finance financial stuff like whatever mm. um, does he need to and I gotta be specific verbal no just you can just tell me like if there's something general um, in any of those categories if not or if you're thinking about a lot of different things what I would suggest to do is to just do uh, what I call a general a general reading, and essentially the universe will tell you the most important thing that you need to know. Mm, gotcha. Mm-hmm. All, and a lot of time I do. All. A lot yeah. of times when I do a first time reader for a first time reading, that's what I end up doing. But okay. if you have something particular, if there's something that's like jumping out to you, then we'll do that. But okay. yeah, then from there, um, I'll pull some cards and. Um, Typically, you know, I'll look at 
the whole of the spread. I don't really like to pull more than like three to six cards. I think it's too much. If you do more than that, you can get the message lost in the sauce. Um, but then I'll, you know, utilize my intuition as the first feeling that comes up and then actually like read the specific meanings of all the cards as well. Mm. Is there a shuffle that happens? Oh, yeah. I got a chaotic shuffle. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no cuts. Oh, Everybody gonna... shuffles different. Yeah. I could, but these are... A bridge? Uh... That's a lot. Yeah. No, I'll just do my chaotic shuffle, which okay, is okay. which is pretty spicy as well. Um, and two, like, there are readers out there, and I'm not shaming any reader at all, but they'll just essentially tell you the issue, and they'll be like, this is what's going on. You're fucked. And oh. <laughs> leave it at that. They don't really say you're fucked, you know, but... Um, I've noticed a lot of readers don't also give guidance and typically that's where like my personal spice comes in. It's like, I'll take, I'll see the, the patterns. It's all pattern recognition. You're mm. recognizing what cycles are happening in your life and where the resistance is. And then I'm like, okay, here's where you need, this is the guidance that I'm giving you. Right. And yeah. for the, my sundown reading, your yeah. guidance was take it slow, Stephen. Yep. <laughs> And still, you, you don't listen. Hey, I don't listen to a lot of my readings. Yeah. Let me tell you. Do I learn yeah. from them? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny. It still sticks in my brain. Like, oh, damn, God. I should have listened to that God, reading. Yep. Should have slowed down. God damn. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I do you know? Do you want to? Do you feel comfortable like verbally talking about? Um, my the, problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of them. You, we could just <laughs> yeah. do straight up. See what comes out too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down I for can whatever. Go first. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Uh, see, uh, you see, you you watch me do it, and then uh, icebreaker, and then I I you know, and then you you know you do it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh boy. So uh, so I'm kind of used to this as like a, a question. Yeah. Any question that you can think of. Um, Nothing in regards to pregnancy, please. <laughs> Oh, uh, it happens a lot. Thinking that now, now I am. Now it's all in my brain. It's like it's like the Stay Puff Marshmallow and no, Ghostbusters. Steven, you're not yeah. gonna get pregnant. It's like, yeah. Don't clear your minds, guys. And he uh, just popped in there. Uh, okay, so I, I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, so we I've talked about it here on the podcast the last several weeks. I've been kind of in like in this burnout period mm -hmm. of my business. Mm -hmm. um, and so now I finally through therapy and through reading and through talking out my shit, um, because that is very hard for me as a man. Uh, and I think that's just how we grew up. It's just like, don't talk about your shit. Keep it bottled up and working on it yourself. It's not anybody else's problem. Push it deeper. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go deeper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, but through all of this, I'm finally like, you know, like I visually see myself like coming out of the hole and like, I'm seeing like a sunset. And, um, so I am kind of curious what my future okay. is looking like. What do I need to know? Yeah. Going into this next period of my life. Yeah. What are your next steps? How I felt can that you... was a really good. All right. I feel really good about that. that. Was good. I'm excited. That, you did this. great. I'm, I'm proud of you. you. I'm watching for sleight of hand. Oh, I'm God. watching for <laughs> forceful on uh, uh, the, <laughs> She just oh, ace of sleeves. Yeah. Ace in the sleeves. She's got all four aces on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So just kind of generally looking. Holy shit, everybody. She's levitating. <laughs> she is levitating. Yeah. For those that aren't watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. So just Sorry. kind of like guidance on where you should shift your energy, shift your focus in order to align with your highest self, your most successful self. Love it. Oh, nice. Almost. Almost. Oh. I only take my flyers. 
like that. Oh, <laughs> only the flyers. Oh, okay. So for the people not watching, uh, she was just kind of chaotically shuffling, like she yep. said, and a couple like of them shuffle. just flew out. Yep. Just simple. There was a couple that turned over, not those. Yeah, they wanted those. to. They, they wanted to. They wanted to come out. It was the Nine of Swords. Interesting. Which and is then telling also, me there's a little bit of worry, a little bit of anxiety so in there. I know this, and so I'll ask questions as far as like, you know, so they're all upright to, towards mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Now that means something it as does. well, too. Okay. Yep. So, and some people don't read the like reversal versus upright meanings, but I didn't at first when I was like still learning. Um, but I do typically reversed is like the opposite or more extreme or less extreme. Okay. Um, upright is just kind of like straightforward what the meaning is. All right. And sometimes I'll even be like, there'll be like a card like this and I'll be like, that's supposed to be upright or, oh, that's supposed to be like, you, can you know it. what I mean? Yeah, I can feel you it. Vibe it out. Vibe it out. Um, okay. That's the title of this podcast. Vibe it out. So vibe it out. It's definitely feeling like wherever you take your journey, there definitely needs to be a more like gentle approach to it. A bit more of a creative approach, channeling like this inner feminine kind of energy coming through with the queen of swords, the empress and the strength. These are yeah. all cards so, of compassion. Yeah. So I got, show this camera over here, cool. what I got. So I got the queen of swords. I got the empress. She's got a lot of titties. A lot She's of boobies. She's got a lot. <laughs> and then I got, strength. and I got, what is that one? Strength. Uh, strength, which mm-hmm. is a lady fighting a lion. Hugging and loving a lion. Oh, okay. oh. way off. That's what they call that. Yep. And then the first one, the, <laughs> yeah. the queen of swords was just a, a queen with a, Heart on fire and an owl. And a sword going through it. A sword going this through the This is not, this is a bit more of an artsy deck too. This I like, is not. But I see, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a visual, very visual Traditional person. Traditional empress doesn't have a bunch of nipples, but you mm. know, it's, it's fine. She's, this is like mothering this, energy. This is the deck I like. Though. Okay. Okay. Me too. <laughs> I like me too. this deck. <laughs> Where can I get one? Um, <laughs> Rainbow Hearts Tarot. Okay. Plug there them, you go. Plug them in. There you go. Wow. Um, yeah. They're great. They're small business and she's super beautiful and creative and has really cool uh, other decks as well, too. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. Um, go ahead. Wow. How could you? Fuck. The audacity. Um, okay. So you need to stop interrupting people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, anyways, anyways. I'm definitely feeling like uh, channeling this like inner feminine energy. Um, being as compassionate as possible. It feels like you have this like side of you that wants to be mothering and nurturing, mm. but sometimes may tend to kind of like push more logic into the per- in the perspective. But it feels like taking kind of a more like free flowing like approach and letting like creative energies come out, like experimenting, like, and this is going to shift a lot too. This empress is kind of like embodying who you are right now not who you are tomorrow or yesterday. You don't have to stick with a specific version of yourself. So tomorrow you might be punk rock, Steven. Hey. The next day you might be disco, Steven. You know, whatever. You got <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I like that. You know, honing in on whoever that is and like making that part of what you're doing. Like, mm. and so it's going to be really flexible being able to like go with the flow. Um, but I too feel like there's part of you that like, desires to help people and like give them guidance in like a nurturing mothering way, not in like a stern fatherly way, but like a gentleness. Mm. Um, So in some ways I feel like you're supposed to like help people and guide people in that way. Um, The strength card is kind of like, you know, you're, there's this beast, this angry beast and the (laughs) inner part of you wants to just be a beast right back and be like to the world, to your career, to whatever. But as much as you want to do that, you have to fight and 
be the observer of those beastly energies coming forward and choose to be compassionate because the only way to tame the beast is with compassion. Um, and so your beast is life, is your career, is your journey. Mm. Um, and then the Queen of Swords, this is also, you know, about getting, this is kind of taking a more like, um, I need things kind of approach. Like this is what your wants and needs are. You have to also allow yourself to have a bit of authority just because you're this gentle mothering energy doesn't mean that you also don't get your needs met. You know, from time to time you have to be like, I need a rest. You know, I'm momming over here. I need to be mothered Hmm. or whatever. Interesting. Um, But yeah, I definitely feel overall, like it feels like your journey is um, headed in the right direction, but just maybe shifting the energy Shifting the flow, like going with the flow a little more. Yeah. Letting your creative energy come out, letting your mothering energy come out. It's, um, yeah. So the, the, first off, a lot of that resonated with me. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, let me, and let me tell you why too. So through all this process, I've been working on myself. Uh, I've realized I'm not in touch with my child. Mm. childhood right childhood child. i kind of look at it as like oh i was a christian i was you know and so i i right. kind of tend to write little child Stephen off um and so recently i've been like actually getting back into that um you know i used to draw a lot mm. when i was a kid haven't done it since and here i am in the last few weeks you know picking up a pencil and paper and just drawing for the fuck of it and then painting yeah which haven't done it in a long time um, and also like I used to love horseback riding. Mm. Uh, I haven't gone horseback riding in forever. Now I'm going horseback riding in the next Fuck two yeah. weeks. So it's like, it's, it, there's a lot of like stuff where I'm like, you know, wanting to be creative yeah. and getting back to that, like childlike wonder, I guess. Yeah. Um, another thing that you said was the helping mm-hmm. people. That is so crazy because, um, I think I've talked about it on here and maybe I didn't. It's like, Last year, November, I did like this whole like, you know, goals, your five year plan, <laughs> right? And like, just kind of like, what yeah. do I want to do? Or at least what what feels good when I write it out. And change. one of the things that I wrote down and I keep consistently on my whiteboard in my office is um, teach people. Oh, which is crazy that you said that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever actually like, I mean, my wife knows because she comes yeah. to my office, but like no one else really knows. And so I, yeah. I want to teach people like what I know. Yeah. Now, how do I do that? I really haven't found that out, but it's right. something that's been like, I just, I don't care. You know, I'm like, um, I love learning from other people. Now mm-hmm. I can, now I want to pass my shit on to other yeah. people. You know some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so. Mommy Steven. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So that was great. I think that was a phenomenal reading. I well, think. I do. I think you, I just want to touch on something important. You said too, like creating just for the fuck of it. Like that is definitely like, just like painting something for no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason. Not like, because like coming from someone that's like a little bit more logical transitioning into this, like you might need to have like a rhyme or reason or like a goal when you're painting right. something. Right. And it's all, well, freeing yourself from that is so my, good. My creativity has all been used for my business. Mm. Right. So it's like, I get paid now like to, I have to. <laughs> to make designs and I get mm-hmm. paid to make videos. And so it's like when I, creating for myself doesn't happen anymore because now by the time a you know, business day is done, I'm like clocked out. I'm like, yeah. I'm tired. And yeah. so now it's been like, Hey, let's to rein that in. Right. Uh, and I, I, and it's like, it's been a process of like saying no to things, mm-hmm. which has been a journey in itself, but also like, uh, making time to be like, hey, tonight's paint night. 
And like yeah. uh, my wife is the same. So we like we're on the kitchen table and I'm painting and she's painting. And I'm like, oh, I, love I that. fucking love this. Yeah. I was like, we should do this more. Right. Um, so great. I love that. And I, I'm excited to kind of mull over that a little bit more. Mull it um, over. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Steven, did you know that I had the first wedding at Willowa, like, ever? Yeah, dude, I was there. Where? At Willowa. I was standing next to you. I was one of your groomsmen. Mm, so you have been to Willowa? Yeah, I basically live at Willowa every week. So what you're saying is I need to start sending mail to that address? Well, not exactly. I just go to a lot of events there. Oh, well, like, what's going on there? Okay, like, well, Wednesdays I'm there at 7.30 for Beats Beer Bingo. Thursdays I'm there at 7 for Geeks Who Drink. Is that an event named after you? Kinda. If it's nice out during the summer, I'm going up to the roof and I have a taco. Maybe there's some live music, like on Thursdays or a DJ. Or if I'm not on the roof, I'm downstairs and I'm just, like, chilling in the bar having some sliders, man. Man. Pickle my pickle. That is a lot of stuff. How do you even know what's going on each and every day for the events? I have an easy answer for that. Just follow them at Willowa Social on all social platforms. Wow. I'm thinking about living at Willowa too. Of course you are. Welcome home. You know what warms my heart the moment it just touches my lips? Mm, You really want me to say... Only if you were going to say an ice-cold beer from our friends at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Not exactly where my mind went, but uh, tell me a little bit more. Okay, you're dirty, but have you ever had their Beat IPA? I'm actually allergic to beets, so unless they have a Beat-Off IPA, uh, I haven't had it. So, it's one of their flagship beers. Stefan and Zach, they try to experiment with some different beers, and that was like one of their first ones. Beets and IPA, and it is so freaking delicious. Hmm. Well, it sounds like maybe I need to finally make that trek out to Palmer and try them out. Yeah, you should. They have great beer. They have great food. They even have great meat. Mm, Nectar of the gods, huh? Exactly. So go to 562 South Denali Street, right under the water tower in Palmer, Alaska. Or if you don't live in Alaska, just go give them a follow on all socials at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Look, heck, you can even listen to them on previous episodes of this podcast, episodes 93 and 119. Isn't that the guy with the grandpa? Okay, just go to bleedingheartbrewery.com. Now back to the conversation. Hey, Kyle. Jeez. You ready, baby? Whew. Okay, so you have a question, don't you? I mean, I I do. <laughs> She's got a lot. Uh, I'm like, there's something in there. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping, and I said this before we started recording the podcast. I hope because Kyle is a you know he he was like me, right? He doesn't understand or he did, he hasn't done it yet. And he's a skeptic. I want to see this arc by the end of the podcast where it's like he's a true believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a skeptic by nature, yeah. coming from the religious background. Like, absolutely. You know, and and just quickly before we do this, is always raised Ouija boards was like the big Ooh. number one I wasn't allowed to play I with. Still have never played I'm with a Ouija board. I'm still skeptical of Ouija oh, boards. And, so, and I'm the tarot one. reader, so yeah. I'm. There's a different <laughs> side of divination that. and like conjuring, and I don't touch that side so yeah. well i did you know we're taking you down the more enlightening path yeah, here because i was wondering <laughs> I like that we weren't you're not allowed to like play with that stuff and i've always loved horror movies and i just mm-hmm. love yeah. the idea of the supernatural realm mm-hmm. i just feel like it's nothing has ever been convincing enough for me personally sure. like i've never felt you kept talking about like certain feelings you have. Mm-hmm. And my inclination anytime I hear that is always to think of it rationally, logically. Right. 
and I feel like that's not the best way to like look at everything. Right. And I just feel like that's naturally how I approach stuff. And so yep. um, I'm open to to anything. And so I'm going to try to be as open-minded as I can about Good. this and go into it Good with, job. with uh, <laughs> I'm proud of you. pure yeah. intention. I'm proud. I'm proud. Um, that's exactly what I ask. Yeah. And so um, I need to tell you just kind of, or we briefly need, touch no, on. Just a brief I'm, question if well, you have. I'm pretty sure. Don't mm-hmm. we need to do the chant in Latin and then oh, light some yeah, candles? Yeah, yeah. I got our, all of our eyes have to roll back into our heads Get simultaneously. The knife out, I already yeah, pre-cut yeah, yeah, yeah. myself. Let's go. <laughs> None of you guys have any diseases. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> I don't know. Disease free. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. I, take... I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You're going to need to sign something here. Yeah. There I go interrupting, guys. Just listen to the fucking <laughs> car. Stephen, God. So, um, the biggest thing on my brain right now that I'm kind of I've been struggling with for a while is um, it's a mixture of uh, being a, a good parent mm-hmm. uh, and career. Like these things are kind of um, coming to a point where I'm like uh, thinking about the kids more than. Mm-hmm my own pursuits and passions, but I also struggle with, I want to pursue a lot of things in my life. And I just have this kind of like crossroads that I'm at. Like, do I make decisions based on my offspring or do I kind of do my own thing? And so I'm really just struggling with being a good parent, I think is, is the, the theme. Okay. And so I don't know if you can do something with that. It's just like, that's what comes to mind. Initially, kind of just like wanting to know how you can make the best decisions. Yeah, or and, if I if I currently am making good decisions because yeah. I'm obviously not absent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I've considered it, no, right, but right. like I'm <laughs> oh, on a path right now, sure. and I don't know if it's if it's right. Okay, because there's okay. a lot of um, That's parenting's a- wild. We'll, we'll kind of aim back to that then. Like, what is your path and how can you aim your energy to get there in align with your highest self? Similar to kind of how we addressed yours, but okay. considering all those factors as well, yeah. of course. Okay, Kyle. Ooh. Ooh first one. Okay, I'm not going to take those because they kind of were stuck. I want to do one more, though. That's where I send the oh, kids. Oh, man. Okay. Jeez, <laughs> well, this is dark. No, actually. Oh, four. Yes. Um, they all came out, so... so- uh, show show the camera what you got. So we have the too. King of Swords. Nope. We have the Tower. Okay. Tower's on fire with lightning. <laughs> we have the Eight of Cups. Okay. Dude walking away from Eight Cups. We have the Five of Cups. All right. And a lady just hanging out with cups. So okay. I do think you need to give yourself more credit. I think that you are doing better than you think you're doing in all of those things. Okay. It does feel like when you are making decisions and when you're parenting and moving through life, you're very much channeling this King of Swords energy, which this is also kind of a similar to Queen of Swords where it's like you're a person of authority. You're making sure you're getting what you want. You know, you're the King of Swords is very considerate. You're not just considering what you need. You're considering what everybody needs. And I feel that sometimes, you know, you're thinking so much about, you know, what you didn't do or how you could have done it different when, in reality, like every decision that's made is for a reason, whether you have to, I don't think you're not ever going to be on your path. You may just take a side road, but you're always going to come back to your main path. Okay. Um, and I think that like the, when those side roads are taken, there's something deep for you to learn and it's only going to make the main road an easier travel. 
Um, but it does feel like you're definitely considering everything. You got to give yourself more credit because too, it feels like sometimes when these decisions are being made, it's not in the best circumstances. Like you literally have to work with what you have. And like this tower coming up is telling me that um, there may have even been recently just kind of like this unexpected chaos kind of destruction happening in your life. And it doesn't have to be like one particular thing. It doesn't have to be physical. It could be emotional. It can be like a mix of things, which is usually what the tower represents. And in the heat of those things, you're especially like in your king of swords where you're like, I need to come up with a solution. I need to fix this. I need to hold everything together. I need to make sure nothing falls apart. When in reality, I think the best thing for you to do is to surrender to that, which it feels so uncomfortable because the tower is going to fall apart. And there's this fear that's like, if it falls apart, I'm not going to be able to protect myself. I'm not going to be able to protect my kids. But maybe your structure just needs to be rebuilt. And that's nothing to do with you. It's just a structure that's been there for a long time. It's an old belief system. It's, you know, whatever's not serving you. And like, why are you holding it together for fear that nothing better is going to come in and replace it? Because mm -hmm. a better structure could come in. And once this tower's fallen apart, you actually get a clean slate to work with. You get to build that structure exactly how you want to build it. You get to make sure those decisions really are the best decision for you and everyone involved. That being said, I do really feel like you're making the best decisions with what you have. And you got to give yourself that credit because sometimes you have to, like, it feels like you're even creative. Like you're coming up with solutions that may not have even been there. So, um, yeah, I do feel like you're like on the right path, but I do feel there's this urgency to surrender to things that are outside of your control and sometimes be okay with what you're working with. Right. Mm -hmm. It feels like people are understanding and you can sit there with this five of cups and hold on to, Oh my God, I should have done that differently. Or, Oh my God, what's that terrible thing could happen. What's the next terrible thing that could happen being present um, not thinking too much about what's not happening or what's going to happen tomorrow. It all that really matters is right now. Um, but like being able to kind of release that and, um, like sit with it. Like, you know, we we're talking about pushing shit way down. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sit there and linger with that shit that you're pushing down, but you do need to experience it. If not briefly before you can move past it. Otherwise it's going to keep coming up and this tower is going to keep trying to shatter itself down. And the cycles are going to keep repeating. And typically when those cycles keep repeating where the tower keeps coming apart, you need to, you know, change something. And it just feels like there's this like holding on energy. And that's all that needs to be changed. Gotcha. It's going through it, not around it. And this eight of cups, this is cool. This is kind of like completing the story. But you see like where this five of cups, this person's like mourning over these tossed over cups and they're really upset about it. Um, but you're actually with this eight of cups energy with this eight of cups is like, it kind of sucks. You're walking away from these old cycles, these old patterns, these old habits, but you can always reflect on it and look back on it in a way. Maybe, you know, maybe you're sad about it one day. Maybe you're happy about it one day, but you're like, you're packing your bags and you have a mature energy stepping away. But, um, yeah, definitely like thinking patterns changing and it's a lot to take in. And I feel that you're very, this only shows that you're a very considerate and compassionate person. And I do feel like you are doing everything that you can with what you have. Sometimes there's a need to just release it and release the control, surrender to it. Because a lot of this is outside of your control. Hmm. Sometimes you just got to let the universe baby you. It sucks when the things are falling apart, but they usually fall apart to fall back into place how they need to be. Mm. Yeah. 
And that's interesting because the eight mm-hmm. of cups, I took that as me walking away from my eight children, like forever. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no. oh no. I don't have eight kids. Oh, oh, do you have eight kids? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh my God. He had eight kids. He had eight kids, but five sure. of them tipped over. A couple over. of them spilled. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, okay. Muff. Um, well, it's, it's kind of crazy because, like, I, I, I'll fill you in on it. Mm-hmm. A couple things in my life is so, you know, I have a teenager that's going into high school and I have a toddler and so uh, very different age ranges Mm -hmm. um, very worried about the future for them and making good decisions and all this stuff and so we've been talking a lot and the tower kind of like we've been talking about selling our house oh, and like getting a new house in a different Mm -hmm. area or Anchorage wherever right Mm -hmm. and so uh, it feels like we don't want to because we're so used to being there for the past seven years since we mm-hmm. got married. And it's like, this is our, this is our home. Mm-hmm. But we feel like the hard work is selling your house and getting rid of all your stuff to like relocate and hopefully kind of start new in some sense, like right. be around some different people and blah, blah, blah. And so that like hit me is because yeah. obviously I'm a type A analytical person. Like I'm thinking of every possible outcome with parenting, like, am I mm-hmm. doing the right thing? Uh, was that the right choice? Did I was I too harsh or too easy? Like, sure. constantly uh, fatigued, right, by decisions, yeah. And if I did the right thing, and so it's just funny because I mean, at the same time, when I say there's family problems, there's a lot of stuff that we can generally say that would apply to somebody. You know, we no parent thinks they're doing it right, right. per se. Um, there's a lot of parents I don't. I find out don't spend a lot of time thinking they're making wrong decisions. They just kind of go with the flow. Right. But I spend all my nights thinking about yeah. the uh, the decisions and what repercussions they'll have instead of kind of being more present and yeah. just accepting that I'm not going to be perfect. Right. Well, it doesn't help when there's already all these circumstances going on and sure. you have all these other things. And I think like letting the f- tower fall apart you transitioning will only help to make sure that those decisions really feel good. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of clearing out that space, but it feels like you definitely have to like approach your stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you you can't like help a situation without helping yourself. And it may seem like the hard approach, but it feels like this is something you've been pushing for. Like it's just coming up. So yeah. And I got to go for it. Yeah. Surrender to it. It's wild because I mean, I, I'm it's, looking at these is obviously like you can, I can interpret them yeah. in a lot of different ways. And so, I mean, it's, it's fascinating how there is some overlap into like, kind of like you're kind of getting me like, wow, I mean, that's kind of, you know, exactly what I'm it feeling. Resonated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I, I think that's awesome. Like that's, nice. that's cool. And, and worst case, mm-hmm. worst case, I'm a disbeliever. You can't help, but take some of the advice that you're saying. Right. And be exactly. like, you know what? You know, I'm not a horrible dad, just bad, you know, like, <laughs> you know. Just, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, not I, a horrible, I'm yeah. just bad. Oh, man. I left my yeah. cups back there. I'm not yeah. coming back yeah. for those guys. But uh, uh, it no. is interesting how I got the queen of swords. Yeah. And you got the king of swords. What can I say? That's sweetheart. That's the wing wing. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Cause like me and my wife, we, we'll, we'll pull like tarot and uh, like we'll, last time we did it, we were in Talkeena. And like we got the same card, out of all those cards Dang, in yeah. that deck, we both got the same card. And I was like, "That is freaking wild!" And I shuffled, and I'm a good shuffler, 
So it's just like it's it's interesting. There's like the little synchronicities. You're like, yeah, man, that's fucking weird. Um, so I I'm kind of curious, like the now. I mean, well, first off, how do you, how do you feel right now uh, I after feel, getting your first tarot read? I don't know. I I mean, I feel good. I feel like um, seeing this stuff. Like I feel like there's a lot of things I I feel like the person that's that ask the question wants to know an answer. So it's almost mm-hmm. like what you're saying is like, I'm trying to apply that to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. so even if you were way off, I feel like there would be a way to kind of still be like, well, oh, that's kind of true too. Like I, I feel like that's how it applies. Right. But I mean, there was a couple things in there that are pretty spot on. So, I mean, yeah. I, I got to give that to you. Like that's, that's, Thank you. it's impressive to be able to look at these because you said there's 72 cards, right? I said 72 earlier, and then I smacked myself in the head. It's actually 78. 78. <laughs> and so th- I'm assuming there has to be a period of time where you are learning what these m- different symbols can mean. or Even or, still. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's an evolving thing. Oh, yeah. Then. It's been about 10 years since I've started working with tarot and um, like even still, like I've memorized front to back, like I still use my guidebook from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, you know, there's alternate meanings when there's reverse, when there's upright, when it comes to love, family, career, every situation. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a lot to, it's a lot to remember, but even still like, you know, I'm using my intuition and like using that to like, I don't need the guidebook, but I still want to apply the lo- logical side to it as mm-hmm. much as I can. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's like a lot to remember. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> took a very long time. So I mean, like, can I see the deck? <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. Um, because I, I am kind of curious oh, because I mean, there's so the devil got you. First off, <laughs> he's got you. The art is what gets me. Oh right? yeah, the art gets me on these things. Um, and uh, so I'm kind of curious. If I pick one, would you like be able to like interpret that yeah. into? Can so, I explain I mean, the like, symbols? That one's pretty cool. <laughs> it's just uh, it's the four of wands. That's four, four wa- wands. That's four so that's, wands. If I've ever that seen one, it. I don't normally. And this does is not why have... I picked it because it's oh, yeah. four naked ladies dancing around <laughs> the fire. Very midsummer. It I is might. very midsummer. Um, yeah. Typically, uh, that actually only interprets two people, and it's like ceremonial. It's like the card of ceremony. So weddings, marriage, things oh, like that. Perverts but pulling it. Another <laughs> another aspect of the four of wands is a community. And connecting with community. So I really like this depiction because it's not just love. It's like community and connecting oh, like with your tribe and your people, people that you can be yourself with. So it also applies to marriage. You know, you want to be, you want to commute with the person you have similarities with it or is, is your tribe. Okay. Um, wow. Love the four of wands. That's one of my favorite ones to get like in a love reading. Because mm. it's like, um, oh, that's a commitment. Where's the death card? It's in I there. I want to talk about that because that was the main <laughs> yeah. thing that we like all were like, you know, that that's, you know, I think. Did I tell talk about this on the podcast or I think it was the, podcast, the New Orleans trip? I think it was before. I yeah. can't remember. I think it was too. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So I'll. I'll oh no! Re- I think you talked about it. But it was it before the? I can't remember. I can't remember either. If I go back did to it, it on the podcast, <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter. Anyway, so we were in New Orleans. Um, we had just gotten engaged, me and my wife, and she was just starting to. I mean, she's been into like I'll say it, witchy stuff. Hell yeah. Um, for a while, but mm-hmm. then she's just started like accepting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I think that's that's a part too where you're like, um, it's there. I enjoy it, but yeah. like that's not me. I like, feel like I'm still that. who I am was who I was in, in high school, and um, so she just like oh here it is, death. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're in New Orleans. And of course, like, you know, when you think New Orleans, you think like voodoo, you think, mm-hmm. you know, witches and um, witchcraft and all that stuff. And so <clears throat> we do a haunted tour with her dad and, and uh, his girlfriend at the time. And so we're walking back to the hotel and she's like, ooh, tarot reading. And like, you know, you, you look inside and it's like crystal balls. And yeah. I was like, and th- this was like my first really introduction to being around it. And I was like, hell no. Mm-hmm. And my only thought was like the death card. Because I was like, I was scared if they would pull this that I'd be like, Right. Well, I'm gonna die in the next week. Right. Right. Um, and so that's what everybody thinks. <laughs> but I, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Is because I think there's so much like I don't know scariness, some stigma around this card specifically. Oh yeah. Um, that people I think translate into meaning like you're actually going to die or you're going to get a disease, then you're going right. to go die. So let's talk about this card because that's yep. the one card that we all had, like yep. really, me, at least me and you. I'm picking yep. a card. <laughs> Do it. Uh, Let me see this. Maybe so, you guys could pull a card for me. <laughs> what, so, oh. so say one of us pulled this. Uh-huh. What I mean, what is that? What does that translate to? I usually always, before I even show the person, because I know they're going to have the same reaction that you just did. I'm like, this might seem like a scary card, but this is actually a good card. Right. It really is. It's one of my favorite <laughs> cards. I have a big like board of it hanging up in my tarot room, and um, it's always a transition card. First off, you have a tarot room. I do. It's my studio. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Specifically for doing tarot and <laughs> streaming tarot. Um, if you come on my live streams, you'll see it. It's colorful. It has a lot of frogs. Mm. Um, but the death card usually always means there's an ending. But with that ending, there's always a new beginning mm. somewhere. So one, door, one door closes, one door opens. It doesn't typically mean death. I guess in some senses it could if you're looking for that specific answer, but that's not what I'm looking for in my readings. Um, but it's good. It's good. It's a new beginning. When those when the death card comes in, it's usually not an easy ending. You know, it's it's a it's a difficult ending. Right. It's you know, there's it's death, but then there's new life. So you have to get through the agony of the ending, the brutal ending, before the new life occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a release, and it's you know transitioning into something better. It, whether it's a chapter in your life, it's a relationship, it's a job. You know, it's something something better, something that's more aligned for you. It is interesting. Everybody experiences death. The death so, card. So uh, I pulled this card myself, a couple, you know, several months back. You're still like, alive. Eh, yeah. <laughs> See, and it, you know, and that's what my wife said, and was like, okay, you know, she did the exact same thing. Like, this can be scary, but like, let's <laughs> yep. let's talk about it. And it's interesting. That was the beginning of my my downtime, my burnout mm. period, is what I'll call it right now, uh, because like, and it's funny. I just read this book and it was like you're coming you know basically anytime coming into a new comfort zone is what we'll say so like you're leaving your old comfort zone and everything new is scary um and so that's how i kind of took it to mean it right it was like Mm -hmm. death to my old comfort zone death to my old like you know the last several years and like hey man i've been living in the same city. I've been, you know, I have the same friends, um, but I've been changing a lot. And that's scary because my friends aren't changing or my house is still staying the same, or I'm still doing the same thing, but I feel like I'm becoming a new person. Um, And then you're coming into this new threshold and it's like saying death to 
who you were back then. Right. And so that's how I took it back then. And it's funny because like, man, this has been a season of growth for me. Um, and so anyway, that, that card is fucking, it can be scary to someone who doesn't know that. Absolutely. And it was terrifying to me. Right. Um, but it's, it's also, you know, supernatural and all the media (laughs) surrounding. It's like, Oh, well you're going to die. My dude. How many people do you think have drawn the death card and then like died on accident? Like right immediately. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to know the answer to that. (laughs) I don't even want to know. They'd be like, Actually, this is not so bad. And what then if, they boom. What yeah. if it's a hitman? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what if you? Oh my! That's a, a, that is a, that's a short film idea or a film idea. Sorry, I'm in. The they zone. can't blame the hitman like, because it was all in the stars. Like, yeah. Oh my! You're God. gonna die. <laughs> okay. Here's anyway. four Fuck. naked ladies. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> Shit! It's in my yeah. suit. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh man. Okay. That, that, I mean, so <laughs> I, I'm just like looking through some of the, oh, oh, the, the hermit. Ooh, love the hermit. What's the hermit? That might've been the one that I pulled for you actually when I told you to slow down. Oh, <laughs> interesting. oh that makes sense. Yeah. So the hermit, you know, people can interpret it as like this, uh, sad and depressed card in the reverse. It can mean those things, but typically it's a card of solitude and inner work. Um, and those, uh, periods of solitude and inner work are typically important times to reflect and take account of what's not working. Um, it's necessary. Everybody has to have a hermit, but society makes us fight against it and make Ooh. us think that we always have to be doing stuff, that we always have to be like out there. But Hustling. half of living is being and just existing and allowing yourself to do that. Because mm. without being and reflecting on what's not working, what is working, how are you going to do? What do you know what to do? Mm. You know? Yep. Interesting. Amen to that. So I like to tell people to slow the fuck down <laughs> when that card comes up. <laughs> Take a breather. You're not alone. You're by yourself with your own best company. Yeah. You got to get to know yourself. Uh, I was going oh, to say, can you tell me about your first time doing a reading for somebody and how did that go? Oh. Like, was it smooth or did you feel confident in what you were saying? Yeah, or you were seem- you? I mean, yeah. you're very confident. Yeah. First off, on social media, thank you, and on, here too. Ugh. Like you're, well, you're just like you know, king of right. wands or you know, whatever. You're Don't just death like, card. <laughs> I, saw it. I, saw yeah. I saw it. I saw it. Followed by Tells them ten swords. swords in your back. That is the everything is going to be okay card. After you're dead, but it's like, oh my, oh god. my gosh, Kyle, yeah. uh, I'm a great reader. Hey, you know, there's no such thing as a bad reading yeah. unless oh, Kyle. No, I'm just kidding. The hanged man. Hey, that's a card of surrender and making subtle sacrifices. Oh, what's that? Eight Releasing of swords. control. That's a card of Actually, feeling the, trapped no, and stuck and stagnant. No swords are that's in her true. body though. Yeah, you know? but you got to get naked. and I got to wrap you up with some ribbon. Uh, <laughs> That's oh God. just another Tuesday. Yeah. You, um, should, you should be a TikTok tarot reader where you're just uh, literal. Just making stuff yeah. up. We I've ha- seen we, that. We have talked about doing like a, because, you know, like we said in the beginning, we don't know much. Mm-hmm. And we've had politicians on here and then we talk about it like the Anchorage Assembly. And like, if you go to Anchorage Assembly, it can be fucking boring. But Never like been. if we were in the back doing commentary the whole time, like whispering like golf commentators like <laughs> i think this is what just happened like, we got um, christopher constance he's got a pen he's pulled out he's wow why are you so good at that and he is <laughs> signing oh my god please do that <laughs> i would like, go to the would, assembly yeah <laughs> it's like we wouldn't know anything about what's yeah. going on but we would probably try um, yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. been some anyway. daggers fired over at chris constance just <laughs> <now>. yeah. <laughs> we, yeah which happens actually yeah i have exactly. seen that, that would um, be fun 
so yeah, you're very confident when you're 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 talking about it when you were giving us our readings, but also when we're just like pulling up random cards and when you're on social media. Where does that come from and how did you build that up? So much practice. Yeah. So much practice. Like when you said asked me if my first tarot reading, I don't remember exactly what, but I know that like when I first started doing like even oracle readings, I was like in the guidebook, I was like, uh I, I don't know. It would take me like an hour to like sit there and try to like decipher it. Mm. And I think too, a big part of where I struggled with really knowing the interpretation was digging too deeply. Sure. And a lot of people when their first reading is they're sitting there pulling a clarifier card, clarifier card, another card, another card. And you don't need all that. It's usually the message is usually right there. And you don't have to dig too deep for it. Hmm. Um, but I was doing that. I was like digging so deep. I was like, I was like, oh, this could mean this and this could be mean this. I was almost trying to like force what I wanted to come out of it to come right. out of it. Right. Um, when it's usually much more simple than that. Um, but yeah, no, tons and tons of practice. I before I started doing tarot readings, like for a career, I was watching tarot readings just like a hobby. Like I was just really interested into it. So I was learning cards by doing that. Eventually got a deck, eventually joined a Facebook book group and where you're like a practice group and I would go live on there and do free readings for people and get their feedback. And then eventually I made a TikTok and I was just doing like collective readings like as a post for whoever came across that video and then started doing live readings on there for free. And then eventually was like, oh, I like getting good. I'm getting good feedback and eventually started like charging for them and making money off of it. And hmm. I still do a lot of free tarot readings, but um, but now it's a career. So. Well, thank you for doing free tarot. I was going to say, oh, yeah. are we going to get, get an invoice at invoice. the end of the day? <laughs> <laughs> no. request. If you're my friend and I have my deck, like I'm more than likely going to just give you a free reading. I yeah. <laughs> In most awesome. cases. So can I ask you this then? Yeah. Like, so you and a friend are sitting down, mm -hmm. you got your deck of cards and, and you do a reading, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, do it again. And so if you did it again... I probably wouldn't do that. Probably wouldn't? No. Okay. Because that's what I was like. Then I feel like... I want... You're saying you want more advice. Yeah. I do know... Well, usually because like... I don't know. Sometimes like there'll be... I've never really had that, but I could see how someone would be like, I yeah. want a different answer. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say, but yeah. I don't want to like misconstrue the original message that was there. Right. So. Right. Because I feel like... You know, especially if you gave advice or something that was just like, yeah, I don't like that. Right. I Let's do, do notice myself like when I'm t doing a reading for like a friend or someone that's really close. Mm -hmm. I do almost put like a wall up a boundary where I don't I have a hard time being more straightforward with them sometimes because mm -hmm. I want to, you know, what, yeah, being protective feelings. exactly of their feelings. Um, so it's I like, <laughs> so there are I, well, I've told family members, I've told friends. I'm like, I don't want to do a reading for you or like if it's a certain subject, oh, I'm just like, I I mean, I put a boundary up. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's Only my a card, few yeah. times. But, that's my card. Yeah. And they've always been, oh, that's a great card. The fool. Yeah. Everybody thinks that like you're being stupid and careless, but that is like taking a leap of faith. That's like um, taking a risk. He's definitely. So I'm looking. In a joyous at, yeah. way. It's a little scary at times. You're jumping off a cliff and you don't know there's a safety net, but he's, you just have to trust that it's he's there. He's jumping into a portal. Yeah. Like, mm. that's what it is. He's jumping no. in, like, he's on top of the mountains and he's so jumping into the full a, a card portal into space. Is actually the very first card in the deck of tarot. It's zero, it's before one. And it's oh. like the start of the journey. So you have the fool's journey, and that's oh. the major arcana. And it ends with the world, which the world is this completion. It's everything coming around full circle. And you have each step in between from the major arcana from zero to 21. Interesting. Yeah. This one's pretty interesting, too. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's shaped like a <laughs> vagina? <laughs> the regular moon is not, but that's that's yeah. um, Yoni, you know, that's that's moon, that's Luna. Um but the moon card, that's a, we're, we're just going to go ahead and describe every single card yeah. in the deck for card, <laughs> card two. That's an intuitive card. That's secrets yeah, being no, revealed. Actually, Kyle, that's explain dreams. it to the listeners what you're looking at. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm at an OBGYN office. <laughs> <I think>. uh, <laughs> there's a lobster. There's two dog or a wolf. They should get that checked out. Yeah. It looks like a dog and a wolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or it at is. least two wolves. Then yeah. we got the pyramids with some castles. So it's. With Sounds pretty moon. lit. I want to go yeah, to that moon. party, bro. Well, the moon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then there is a. What did you guys do this weekend? Well, there was a fucking lobster. There's two wolves. A uh, vaginal canal of some sort. <laughs> up in the sky. <laughs> some pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot wild. to dive into. Oh, um, yeah. But, I, yeah. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> Uh, so if someone's like, okay, they're listening right now and they're like, all right, I'm maybe wanting, I want to dabble, I want to dabble a little bit. What's, what's your advice to someone who's still on the fence? Um, go get a tarot reading. If you are, depending on if you like want a reading for yourself or if you want to learn it. Regardless, I think that you should get a reading for yourself, but don't just go to any reader, you know, go to someone that you trust or someone that you resonate with. Like finding a reader that you resonate with, I feel like not going to compare myself to a therapist again. I'm a spicy therapist um, is like finding a therapist. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you got to find someone that you match with. I've definitely had readings where I'm like, that's that was not for me. That was Mm -hmm. that did not click. That did not resonate. But other people may resonate with that person. So. Um, you know, take your time, um, you know, get a deck for yourself, you know, pull a card a day, see where it goes. It's not going to be something that clicks with you overnight. Um, if you're lucky enough to know somebody that you trust that can give you a tarot reading, that's a great start. Um, I personally got started by watching collective tarot readings on YouTube and was resonating with a bunch of different messages that I was getting. So that could also be a good path. There's so many different ways to go. Um, and like when you get a tarot deck for the first time, it's going to be overwhelming as fuck. Like you're not going to know shit about fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, rather than like I, like I said earlier where I was like diving in too deep and pulling way too many cards, don't do that. Like just do one card a day. Look up the meaning of that card. Pull a random card. Don't, you know, think about it too difficult. You'll come up with your shuffling method. You'll come up with your, you know, kind of spreads that you use. But just do a card a day. List, read what that card means. See if that applies to your day at all. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to start. Love that. Uh huh. But yeah, watching readings, getting a reading, pulling a card a day. That's probably what I would do. Cool. That is what I did. <laughs> I yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something uh, I've been curious about because I think in the beginning too, I was like struggling and overthinking like, oh, what's my question? Oh, it's going to be really good. Like <laughs> right. I, I got to think of, it's got to be amazing. But like, it's as simple as like, what's my, what do I need to know for my day today? Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, keep it simple. Keep it, it simple as, as straightforward. If you want to start reading, keep it simple. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so when you're done, like, you know, your full-time job is reading tarot. When you're not reading tarot, what are you doing? I am going to the festivals and the raves. <laughs> festivals, rave. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, making music. Making music. Yep. Now we've talked about that because yeah. we did not know this, but we've had we played one of your songs on this you podcast. Did. Now we have played. Uh, I'm. I'm. I think. 
three songs? At most three. It Ever? has to be. I th- I th- well, okay. Two and one podcast. We'll say less than five. Wow. Less than five, yeah. yeah. But at least three that I can think of right off the hand. Um, two uh, for Byron Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Of his songs, and then one with Ed Washington. Yep. And we might have played more for other artists, but at least those we, we think. Now, of course, the time that we had Ed Washington on here, <laughs> uh, we listened to the song that he worked on with yep. you, Watermelon, Watermelon Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a banger. That yeah. is, yeah, that's a core memory. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's a core memory. I'm um, grateful. And so hey, you, so you, you're doing music on the side, you know, yep. just kind of something you're into? Yep. Uh, that was actually kind of part of my um, post breakup. Um, I've always been interested in music, but then right after this breakup, I got into doing tarot and then I wrote an EP <laughs> and oh, like, yeah. within like three months and all those things kind of like combined on my healing journey. And now I have a band and I do solo stuff on the side. I produce electronic stuff and then play like psychedelic indie stuff with my band brain hole um, brain hole. Brain, brain, I pulled hole. it out of my brain hole. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> what's but, the? What's the? This is audio nerd shit. What's the, what's your doll? I use Logic. Oh, your Logic. A little, little bit of Ableton on the side for that's, some things, for me. some plugins. But Logic, it's just you know, I, it's I easy. started just in Logic. Logic. I started yeah, in GarageBand, then I went. That's to why Logic. I went to Logic. <laughs> and then I, I I did the transition to Ableton, mm-hmm. and uh, now I'm like, I, Ableton's I, so shiny. I love it. It's so nice, but then there's also like, I'm also an audition for like film stuff, and mm. I'm also like, ah, oh, there's so many faster things I could do over here than right. Ableton. But anyway, that's nerd that's stuff. why I kind of combine things. Yeah, sometimes. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool. So where's um, let's talk about you know your music. Where can people listen to Watermelon? Pussy or your other songs? Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, any major streaming platforms. And um, it's Tesh. Yeah, so it's under Teshish, T-E-S-H-I-S-H. Um, Tesh-ish. Tesh-ish. A lot of people You're go Teshish. Tesh-ish. You know, Teshish. Like Teshish. Uh, um, which I'll take. I'll take that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I only have two songs under Teshish. Teshish. See, now I'm calling myself Teshish. Um, but I do have an EP that was released in 2019 under the name Tesha, T-E-S-I-A, and it's okay. called Overkill. And that nice. one's that one's a little more like almost on the hyper pop, like experimental side of things. I worked with a producer on that one and we released it. And I love that one. That one has a meaning to my heart because it's like, it's kind of a journey like tarot. It's like, here's the, oh, I'm feeling depressed and sad. And then it ends with a song called Go Fuck Yourself. Hey. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kind of like geez. go fix yourself. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of just like a fuck you. And that song's actually a two part song where it like transitions halfway through, and it's kind of like go fuck you, fuck yourself. And then it's like ah, la la, more melodic. I yeah. want to hear. It. I'll, we'll listen to it later. Yeah, we'll listen to it later. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it in. Take it in. Rack the views. The it's like a we four, four or five minute song. So we just edit it so that it says fix. <laughs> go fix yourself. Go fix yeah. yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Yeah, um, maybe. Well, okay. Well, awesome. Where can people find you? So we just talked about Spotify, yeah. but where can people find you to do like live tarot oh, yeah. videos? I'm both on Instagram and on TikTok. My Instagram is Tesha White, T-E-S-I-A-W-H-I-T-E. I got a link tree in there so you can find all of my music and my TikTok and everything. But my TikTok is Tarot with Tesh and that's T-E-S-H. Nice. Tarot is spelled T-A-R-T. Wait, T-A-R-O-T for those that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How to spell uh, it? <laughs> tarot. Tarot, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey, thank you yeah. for thank you. coming on. Um, Absolutely. This was enlightening. 
Very much so. I'm glad. I, <laughs> uh, because I, I, first off, I think it's amazing, kind of cool to see someone actually make, turn this into a business yeah. and like actually do it, but also be really fucking good at it and then be oh. passionate about it too. Um, and so thank you for coming on and sharing yeah. your gift with us. I pulled the death card pulled again. Oh he, my he looked right at it. He looked oh, at it. Oh no. I think, I, I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe there's something I need to just stab. Yep. <laughs> Which I just if you don't stop I picked it, the three of swords. Oh at that my time. gosh! Yeah, see the synchronicities. Yep. That's Once you saying. start seeing them, they don't go away. Satan yeah. is just yeah. reeling you. The um, angel numbers just <laughs> come on in. Yes, left and right. Anyway, we are excited. We're we're, we're thankful that you came on here. Yes, um, thank you. We're thankful to you for giving us free readings. Um, yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get the invoice later, but <laughs> oh, we don't yeah. need to tell the listeners that. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, and uh, go follow Tasha White on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com and remember to always go fix yourself.